0: Wonder how that woman came up with her cool idea and turned it into a business? Listen in to find out how. Welcome to Women Inspired. I'm your host, Linda Ugalow, And on this show, I talk with changemakers, artists, healers, and entrepreneurs about what fires them up and how they put their dreams into action. And I'm really excited today to speak with psychiatrist and meditation practitioner, Maureen McGowan. Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: So your specialty is working with women, is that right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your, your work.
1: Yeah, so I work with women, mostly moms, and a lot of them have young children, and there's a lot of stress and anxiety that they're going through, and I help them overcome that and feel
0: more joy. Mm-hmm. So is this something that you feel is a common problem? What are some of the issues that women have that stress them out as they are? parenting
1: yeah it's it's very common Uh, you know parenting these days is you joke about it needing a degree to be a parent because there's so much um so much things that so many things to do and so many things to keep up with so i see a lot of moms who are tired who are you know trying to do everything right kind of be perfect be a great mom and then there's a sense of maybe losing themselves in that and so there's a finding a balance to that and to sort of recognizing when things are getting too much when the sense of anxiety is a problem or overwhelm and really helping them kind of um, centered again and really finding finding that joy finding a sense of something for them in that balancing it all out hmm well
0: you know it's interesting because you know starting a family is supposed to be a joyful experience but I guess there there's uh, a sense of maybe shame around if they don't feel like it's re- really working for them
1: yeah, well and I think the reality is that, especially for new moms, you know, you don't quite know how challenging it is when you take home a new baby, you're not going to be sleeping much, you're going to be taking care of the baby all the time, feeding the baby around the clock, and so there's a sense of kind of, um, you know, exhaustion. There's not only that, being pregnant is very tiring, and kind of um, going through the labor process, and then, you know, the whole first couple of years in particular, very physically demanding, and there's just a sense of um, sometimes you may, you're at home more, there's less you know, connection with other people. So things like really um, finding connection, finding things of meaning, finding things that they can do with their children you know, that are also meeting some of their own needs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how do you, what is your process of working with people? You say you're a psychiatrist and you're a meditation practitioner. Talk about how those fit together.
1: Yeah, so I'm trained as a psychiatrist. I'm a physician. I went to medical school and I um, did a four-year training in psychiatry and I've also trained in um, psychoanalysis. I did some training and I've also trained in meditation for the last 10 years and I've become certified as what's called an IST practitioner, which stands for inner space techniques of meditation so essentially it's another tool that i have to use with people a therapeutic tool to help them kind of go deeper in terms of you know what's stressing them out what's maybe making them feel depressed what's you know because a lot of times people say i'm so anxious and i don't know why or i feel really down and i don't know why and so there's a sense of kind of rather than just you know putting a band-aid on things, sort of saying, "Oh, okay, you have this problem, let's give this medication. There's a sense of, well, why do you feel that way? What's behind that? What's Sometimes there's something to learn, you know, there's a way to grow in these experiences. And what I find is people are really eager for that. They're actually looking for that. They're looking for a way to engage more in their own process, you know, to kind of be more empowered in it, to kind of navigate through it and come out. Um, You know come out stronger coming out maybe a different person kind of learning from the journey Mm -hmm.
0: So is this something like how did you come to this? Was this part of your own journey or what what brought you to your interest in this area?
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean the short answer is yes, it was part of my own journey um, which has been a long journey But essentially, you know, I'd always had the sense that I was looking for something in life, you know, that I was looking for wanting more meaning, more connection, more depth, you know. And so I um, was always kind of looking for that. When I was in medical school, I, um, you know, I discovered, I'd learned about psychiatry, but I'd mostly learned about, at that point, about therapy, which I thought was really interesting. I thought it was really powerful. as I've shared before, I went to medical school in Ireland. My father's from Ireland. And um, I was dating my boyfriend at the time. And it was very difficult for me to, to have that distance and that gap. So I decided to do some counseling. And I thought, wow, this is so powerful that you know, just by really paying attention to what we're telling ourselves, what we're thinking about, that we can really change our, our mood and how we feel. And so it really led me into the path of psychiatry as a career as part of medicine. And, and during that process, I was a bit disillusioned in terms of um, the training. A lot of it tends to be you know, inpatient hospitalization. It tends to be um, less therapy-based. It's more the medical side of it. So you know, while that's important and it's really, you know, there are people at times who really need that, there are also other people who, who want something different and who are looking for a more kind of empowered approach. And so I began working as a, a therapist primarily Um, with offering medications as needed and um, discovered meditation and when I discovered the meditation I realized there was a whole other level of depth and tools that were available um, as part of this um, the inner space techniques that I was trained in in terms of really helping people as I said get a sense of You know why they feel what they do and what's sort of in the way and the sense of letting that kind of unravel and opening you know new levels of living new ways of living new ways of looking at things new ways of being that can really bring a lot that can change your life. Mm
0: -hmm. So there is the one side of it which is kind of like probing and introspection and thinking but meditation is uh, something a little bit different, what does the meditation bring to the work or how does that fit in?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question because the the thing about a traditional therapy is that it is talking and it is with the mind, so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of sense of us trying to figure it out and sort of sometimes we think we know the answers and so it can kind of keep you in this sort of vicious circle of I've already talked about this, it's not changing, I don't know, and then frustration, and so the meditation piece, it's sort of it takes you out of your mind and it sort of opens for other possibilities, for other things. So in terms of these techniques, I have people um, tuning into their body sensations, their body, their knowing. There's a sense of um, more available, like when you let go of the kind of grasping mind of, Oh, I know why that happened or I had this experience and that must be because of that and it doesn't mean that it's related but it, it, it opens a space for other things to come in in terms of um, things happening things making sense um, so there's a sense of um, in meditation have you ever meditated yes yourself? okay yeah. yeah so in meditation there's a sense of a letting go and a kind of opening to the situations and a kind of deeper knowing can come forward and so there's a there's a certain amount of that, like a sense of really helping the person kind of connect with these parts of themselves that do know. You know, I think a lot of our society is really focused on. Um, you know, there's so much information available, so it's like, what does this expert say, or what does that expert say? And there's a disconnect, you know, from yourself about what's happening, what you need, what you want, all these kind of things. And so it's kind of bringing it back to that, mm-hmm. to like your empowering yourself to kind of find your way with me holding support there, guiding them and also a sense of like a really bigger picture in life so there's a sense of like trust in life, love, uh, spirituality, you know different things open up depending on where people are but there's a sense of navigating life differently where we don't have to kind of control everything where there's a sense of flow, sense of ease, and kind of helping them really get back in touch with that. I mean, I think it's something we're born with. It's something, if you look at young children, you know, there's you know, there's a lot of ease and play and joyfulness and, and that kind of thing, and so it's really connecting people back to that again. Mm-hmm.
0: So here, the young mom is seeing their child having that sense of ease and flow, and they're thinking, what about my ease and flow? <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, or sometimes the case they're not thinking about that at all, and so it's not,
1: it's, you know, it's not happening, they're kind of worried more about the child when mm-hmm. the child is actually Okay. you know prospering and doing well mm-hmm. and so it's that sense of a lot of sense of um self-care what do you need boundaries kind of um, honoring what's what you need at the time you know because it is such a an over it can be overwhelming it can be a huge giving that there's a sense of well if you don't rejuvenate yourself if you don't um balance that it's you're going to kind of you know maybe get sick fatigued you know have trouble sleeping all these things that you know that we want to not happen that we want to support right
0: so tell me what's what's the possibility that can happen when someone works with you in this way like what are some of the stories that you have of people like what are they what what's the transformation that happens
1: yeah yeah so i mean essentially a lot, many of the women i see there's as i said they're sort of um, anxious and overwhelmed, feeling like they're, they' you know they're very critical of themselves, they're feeling like they're not keeping up, they're kind of trying to, to get things perfect. And, and they're sort of missing out on the relationships, maybe with their partner, you know, things kind of fall to the side. Um, there's a sense of um, sometimes a sort of confusion as well, like the sense of I don't know what I want, you know I mean that's actually really common that um, I see that a lot. So there's a sense of, Um, Something's not working, I don't know what, I feel really bad, what can I do? And so in series of sessions, um, people really kind of get more clarity on that. They also get a sense more of like an inner grounding, like an inner sense of instead of feeling really off balance or, you know, that kind of like worry all the time, there's a sense of of this um, within themselves, a certain sort of strength within themselves, and also there's a sense of, what they need and what they want and so what it's looked like with some of my clients is sort of things like um, you know vastly improved relationships with their partner going on vacations together without their kids knowing that their kids will be okay having that time um, some of some of them have you know maybe looked into a different line of work like really aligning with what is more their purpose what they feel so there's a sense of um, Shifts, There are actually quite big shifts inside that happen with the people and, there's, and, and um, there's a sense of sort of moving in the direction of finding these kind of bigger parts of themselves. They're more aligned with, that are more empowered, that are more engaged, that are less kind of caught in, I need to do this or you know, this um, constructs that we hear all the time about what's the right thing or
0: way to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what, um, are most of your clients young moms, or do you have other people that you work with as well? Yeah, no, it's
1: interesting, they're all different ages, um, and you know, some of them, I mean, there are, I feel like there are different stages in life, you know. Um, so for some people, retirement is a really big um, mm-hmm. issue as well in terms of all of a sudden, you know, when you're not working, that one focus is, is, is gone. So then there's that question again, what do I want? You know, where am I going? And what's happening with my relationship? Is it, is, it, is it growing? Is it developing? Is it a problem? Is it, will it continue? So I mean, I, I definitely see that different sort of phases. And then there's the young mom who's just had the baby who's very overwhelmed, who's maybe has a lot of anxiety and is sort of balancing that, those needs. Um, and then there are all different stages in terms of ages of the kids. But mm-hmm. it seems that there's usually some kind of a, um, something that they're feeling that they really want to change they might not know they might not know what that is but they feel like that something's off and that something's really um and they're also aware that when they address that within themselves that it's going to like feed and support Mm -hmm. and nurture their children and their husband their partner their families Mm -hmm. so that sort of allows them to sort of Focus on themselves, whereas oftentimes as moms, we're kind of like the last one to kind of get the attention, mm-hmm. and so often when it's phrasing it like that, like by really taking care of yourself, you're actually um, receiving that, and you're giving to others. Mm-hmm.
0: Where does depression fit in with all this? I mean, that's one of the the outcomes of being in transition and not knowing where you're wanting to go, is is depression and anxiety one in the same? Or are they different? How would you describe that?
1: Yeah, I'd say they're really different, actually. Um, with anxiety, there tends to be this sense of uh, some kind of expectation or worry, some kind of, you know, there's a, there's a fear that something is unknown kind of thing, as where the depression, it tends to be more around loss. You know, there tends to be some kind of, a, whether it's um, like an actual loss like a, a a loss of a job a death or you know whether it's something or you know there's loss in terms of like never having actually experienced something that's really important to you so there's a sense of having missed on some level some kind of level of development in life or you know there's all it it looks different but the underlying theme often is some kind of loss and a wanting of a connection like a connection to yourself at a deeper level a connection to someone else, a connection to something bigger, spirituality, like all of these things can be very healing mm-hmm. for people. And so um,
0: there's a different approach mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Whereas anxiety, you would, how would you describe that as different from depression? Because sometimes, I mean, when I, I've seen them go together sometimes. Yeah, but often.
1: They are often together, yeah. And, and they can worsen each other, mm-hmm. so they kind of can sort of feed into each other. I mean, I think the biggest thing when I work with people who are anxious is, is developing that sense of that inner sense of sort of um, structure or stability, you know, this sense of, because sometimes with anxiety, there's a sense of they're being kind of knocked around a bit. They don't feel as steady, so I work with them in a lot of different ways in terms of, getting them moving physically, getting them connected to their body, getting them to feel the grounding of the earth, getting them outside in nature, um, you know, all different kinds of things, as as long with the meditation, because that in itself really just kind of slows the repetitive worry and the anxious thoughts. And that, you know, that does take some learning to do that, but initially I would give them guided meditations, things like that, that makes it easier for them to kind of rest on that support and then you know my support of course because I feel like They'll come to me and they'll say have you ever seen anyone as anxious or can you know Can you handle this and you know and I can Feel very you know strongly that yes I can and that I, you know that I want to help you with this and mm-hmm. and That in itself is huge for people to knowing that there's some kind of something's holding their um, Process or their situation right now mm-hmm. rather than feeling this they're too d- much disconnect. connect. Yeah, mm-hmm yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah so what do you what do you love most about the work that you do
1: <laughs> i love I love the work I do. I feel so fortunate and blessed to be to be doing this um, i I love meeting so many different women and I love I love you know I feel like I have this ability when I sit with someone to really see the parts of them that are that are shining that they can step into they might not be in right now, but that is waiting for them and so I get the opportunity to reflect that to them and and to see that light up in them oh yeah oh yeah you know and this part of them that really Wants it. there might be a part of them that's really defeated, that t- doesn't believe it or can't see it right now or is, you know, caught in different things. And it's just this sense of like holding it and reflecting it for them and as they start to sort of integrate it back into their lives, as they start to reconnect with it, it's just so beautiful. I mean, these women are amazing. They're doing amazing things and um, I'm just so proud to have, to be a part of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. So, in all of our like this is this is your mission. It's also a business. Are are there times that you feel like you've had your own struggles with you know, you're developing your work, your whether it's you think of it as mission or business up to this point that um, yeah have uh, anything to share that sometimes we we look at people and we say oh they have everything together
1: yeah most definitely and i think you know when you you know like i wanted to do something different i didn't want to just be uh, a traditional psychiatrist like it just i just knew in my bones that it wasn't right for me it just felt like there was something else for me to do with that, so it took me, you know, it took me years to kind of step out of that model because it's it's so you know it's already set up. It's it's you can kind of just, it's like some jobs where you can you can show up and do that and you have a salary and it's rather it's rather easy to go with it, but at the same time it wasn't working for me. So, yeah, there were years of kind of how do I switch this? What will that look like? Um, how do I bring this into the world? You know, it's like birthing something else, and then. As you know, as any entrepreneur knows, that there's a whole level of, of of marketing and learning new tools and online things and kind of connecting with people and webinars and you know all the social media. I mean, it's overwhelming at times. That you know all these things available. It's kind of fun too to learn, you know, but so there's a huge learning curve in terms of you know building your business from from scratch. It's uh, it's it's definitely taken years to kind of get it to take off, but since the passion was always there, uh, it made it a lot easier because Mm -hmm. I, you know, as I was working with these people, I was seeing, okay, this is actually really important. Yeah,
0: so how have you been able to, like, meet those kinds of challenges in yourself? Do you have a practice? Do you have, like, a morning ritual or routine that, that keeps you kind of motivated and being able to meet the challenges?
1: Yeah, well, I have a meditation practice that I love, so I meditate every morning. And I've also been doing um, some yoga postures, which I find really kind of awakening, really energizing. And then I do—I try to do other things for myself that I enjoy. Like uh, this year I started playing tennis again. So my schedule is crazy jam packed, but I'm getting to play tennis and I love it. And it's being with women in another way, in a different way. And it's also like letting me, you know, be competitive or, you know, get in there and kind of, you know, the parts of myself that like to play, have fun, do those things. So for me, it's a real balance, you know, and then it's like doing things with my kids, going to the ocean, kind of like being with them. that kind of thing, so just like as I talk with my clients about that balance, like I have to make sure that I'm doing that as well
0: mm mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, just as you're talking about the tennis and just like <laughs> the energy that goes into you know running, hitting, <laughs> trying to win and yeah. whatever and it it's um, it's quite a contrast to meditation, but it also brings out it seems like that um, like all parts of ourselves, exactly, yeah. that otherwise may not get expressed.
1: Yeah, and I think that's key. And I think the interesting thing about meditation, it has so many sort of uh, you know, misguided things about it, because you think about when you sit, some, someone sitting meditating, and when you are meditating, you're very still, and you're quiet. But, the, but the, for me, the real thing about meditation is sort of quieting the mind, so that these parts of you can come forward that are really you. So there's a part of me that loves like, to play sports and tennis. I grew up playing ice hockey with the boys, and it was so fun. Like, it's an amazing thing for me, and I wouldn't be the same without that. So it's sort of like the learning to st- find the quiet and the stillness allows for more of an alignment to happen in life. Because, right? I mean, there's so much information. We could be pulled in a million different directions yeah, for sure. all the time. Yeah.
0: What is success to you?
1: Hmm. Um, Success, that's an interesting question. I mean, I guess it's just doing what I love, you know, and I feel that success and um, being with my family and, um, you know, sharing moments. I don't necessarily define it in terms of, uh, I try not to define things so much in terms of outside of myself because I've learned that um, in some ways it's a wasted effort, that it's, it's more about, I guess, as in the meditation, it's that internal experience. So the success for me is being able to do something I love, being able to be with people I love, being able to share my passion, being able to share my voice, to express myself, you know? It's really, that had been a challenge for me in the past as well. And I know you coach and teach people in that, and I think that's a huge thing for people, for myself, to be able to do. It's very liberating, it's very freeing, it's fun.
0: Yeah, that sense of accomplishment. Yeah. yeah,
1: nice. Yeah, and there's a sense of like, I can share my ideas and you know what I'm thinking, and um, you know it's no big deal. Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
0: Well, I have this box of cards. I love to ask my guests to pick one and to just riff on it in terms of what okay. it means to you. Look. Okay. Haha. Uh-huh.
1: Perseverance. It's a great one. Yeah, so I mean, I guess to me that means not giving up, you know. And um, it reminds me—it's kind of funny. But when I was a kid, I uh, I had learned about Alexander the Great, and so I would think I was maybe eleven or so. And I said, "I'm going to call myself Maureen the Great." <laughs> <laughs> and so I, but that was the thing behind it was this sense of perseverance, this sense of like not giving up, kind of you know making things happen, and kind of really feeling the life that it brought. And the sort of joy, you know, there's a sense of if someone says you can't do that, oh, watch me, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do this. And so I also feel that with my clients, like the sense of perseverance, or how that, no matter how stuck they feel or, you know, if they're giving up, to sort of really stay with it, to be with it, to kind of keep reflecting this other option for them.
0: That's great. I love that. Thank you. Especially when someone says you can't do it and you say, watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a definite pleasure. In the yeah. oh, I like that a lot. I'm gonna, am gonna take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, how can people find out more about your work?
1: Yeah, so um, they can check out my website, which is my name, MaureenMagoran.com. How do you spell Magoran? <laughs> it's funny. There's a my parents had a song to it, but I won't sing it to you. But it's um, it's M-A-G, A-U-R-A-N. Magoran. Magoran.
0: Yeah. So that's where they can find more about you and yeah and I have a blog there and I've uh, published some
1: articles and I'll be speaking uh, this November at the the, um, the Nash- National I say the, <laughs> the Natural Living Expo mm-hmm. in Massachusetts in Marlboro, Massachusetts this mm-hmm. fall so that'll okay. be a great chance to
0: see me there see you in person yeah okay that's wonderful
1: yeah Thank you. And I also do offer, for people who are interested or considering working with me, a clarity call, which is a a gift call. It's a free 30-minute telephone conversation where they can talk about what they want, what might be getting in the way, and see if it's a good fit to work together. And I really enjoy those calls.
0: That sounds wonderful. Thanks so much. I'm so glad to have had you on. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. So, as you may know, I'm also a coach helping people overcome the fear of being seen and heard whether speaking on camera or on stage. And if you've got a project or a presentation coming up and you want to master the inner game, I have just the free offer for you, which is the Fear to Fabulous Blueprint, Mastering the Inner Game of Speaking Live or on Camera. And you can download it for free from my website at lindayugolo.com forward slash blueprint. Be sure to come on the next episode and have a great week. Thank you for listening to Women Inspired. The show is recorded live in the studios of Bedford TV in Massachusetts. Music courtesy of Sheik Gamine. If you like this episode, please leave a review or comment. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or watch all the TV episodes of Women Inspired with the show notes and links at wwwlindayugalocom forward slash TV. That's